Welcome to The Whiny Entrepreneurs, a podcast for business owners who sometimes feel alone in the daily adventures of entrepreneurship. We're your hosts, Shelby Bargies and Danielle Moore. You went to a conference about a month ago now. Yeah. And it was an exciting one. It was. Originally, when I signed up for this conference, I was kind of like, I'm not totally sold on it. Okay. But I really wanted to go with a friend of mine. And it's, I, I want to speak at conferences mm-hmm. one day. And yep. so I was like, you know, it's good for me to go and take it in and all yeah, that stuff. See what it's all about. And I get there and it's a three day conference. And I was blown away yeah by everything from the details in planning like the Mm -hmm. the details of the conference itself yeah and then from the the teaching and the like it was like you were being it was like you're in an instructional session yeah it wasn't just like this motivational yeah like I'm just gonna throw a bunch of words (laughs) at you but it was like here's this like we had this ginormous workbook yeah, and we had all these things that we had to write down and mm-hmm. think about and some very solid takeaways. Right. And it wasn't, you know, even getting into that third day, it wasn't just about like hyping you up and sending you home. It's, you know what, when you go home, these mm-hmm. are the realities you're going to face. Yeah. And here's ways to help you through that. Yeah. Which is important because when you're, especially when you're away, because it was in Florida. Yeah. And when you're away, everything sort of has this pink sheen to it. You mm-hmm. have your rose tinted glasses on. Mm-hmm. And then when you come home, it can be, can be tough. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think it was really well organized too, in terms of content and like what you're focusing on each day yeah. from, from sort of what you told me and what you showed me. So it's yeah. cool that you got some really good takeaways and Oh I'm, yeah. I'm glad Watch you out. Guys. Yeah. She's <laughs> coming well. at you with some new stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So what from that conference, I guess, like what, what were some of your key takeaways? One of them is don't, for me personally, so it was broken up into three days. So there's own your past, own your present, own your future. And one of the things, and I have no idea why I, this is how I interpreted what I was taught as a kid Mm -hmm. uh, in various, you know, not just from my parents, but from church and school and everything. And, and I think a lot of it was just me and how I interpreted it, but Mm -hmm. it was kind of keep yourself smaller. Mm, That was what you had sort of taken from childhood. Yeah. And it was, and so it was like finally going through this weekend for whatever reason, I was like, you know what? I have these dreams inside of me and it's okay to have these dreams. Yeah. And now it's my responsibility to take up the space I need to in the world. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was like, I don't know where it's going to go, but it was, that was just one thing that was really impactful to me and got me thinking differently. Mm -hmm. The other thing was, or one of the many things. Yeah, of course. It's really thinking about, because it's easy to go and have this big grand vision for your life. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool because we did some exercises to think about, okay, in 10 years, where do you want to be? What is that vision? And then go even bigger. Yeah. Because we always hold ourselves back a little, like we temper it a little bit, right? So let's do that. Then from there, make 10 goals or 10, no, sorry, not 10 goals, 10 dreams. You do this brainstorming, you take 10 dreams of where you want to see yourself in 10 years. Okay. And then from there, you choose one goal. And I'm like, choose one. 
Yeah, to start working on. Oh. Because when you look at these 10, 10 dreams, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, crap. Yeah, <laughs> what <cool>. am I <laughs> getting myself into? Yeah. And it can just feel overwhelming. Yeah. So you choose one of them that you start moving forward on. And they give you a roadmap on how to take that one and break it down even further mm-hmm. and create milestones to get there. Yep. And it's it, it was wild because it was like, oh, okay, I can do one. Yeah, one thing. I can focus on yeah, one. It feels a little I bit mean, more. the one is... Pff, yeah, like, it's a big one. It makes me nervous, yeah. which it should. Yeah. When you have a big dream, yeah. it should make you nervous. Yeah. And it was... Yeah, it was really cool. And part of it, too, I've alluded to this, is it's easy to feel very motivated when you're in a room full mm-hmm. of thousands of other people. Yeah. And you are like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you get home and everything is still the same. Yeah. And where does that motivation come in? And motivation is a word I've been mulling over for so long. So thinking about these 10 dreams and then this one goal, well, what if I come back and the motivation is gone? Which leads us into what we're going to talk about today. It's an important one for, especially for stay-at-home entrepreneurs who Mm -hmm. are working from home. The conversation around motivation has been on my mind for like Mm -hmm. years. Yeah. The last few years. And I would say more intensely, maybe the last six months to a year or so. Yeah. uh, More specifically on what it means, what it's worth, and how do you how do you navigate it yeah or harness it or can you harness it yeah and find it yeah and I I like one of the points that you're going to make today is really good about motivation and I can't wait to get to it because when you told me that I thought oh man I need to be doing that and I hadn't thought about it that way and that's always the joy of having a conversation with a fellow business owner exactly so before we get there should we talk about this amazing wine yes so we're a couple sips in Mm -hmm. and what do you what do you smell well, you cheated and told me, and now <laughs> I'm trying to pretend that we didn't do oh, that. Oh, no, no, you totally told me, and, and now it's like I can't think of anything else. And it's so when so I good. first smelled this wine, I was like, that is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what is happening, it's but it like complex. my senses were like going wild, mm-hmm. and then I read what about the nose, and it has toasted almonds and walnuts. Yeah. And finish, it has a plum and white pepper finish. Mm, plum and white pepper. Mm-hmm. And it, like, oh, it's man. It's rich. It's... It is a bold wine. Like, I want to have a gourmet meal with this. Yes. I want to have, like, peppercorn steak. That's exactly what I was thinking. Peppercorn steak. Which is oh, weird, because, like, I don't eat peppercorn steak. <laughs> I know. I think I've had it, like, once in my yeah. life. and. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. So this wine was provided by someone who was sponsored today. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about the who sponsored it at the end. Mm-hmm. And she was really nervous about giving it to us to make sure that we like it. And I have to say, a few sips in, I love it. I do too. I think this was an amazing choice. It is. So similar to the wine from the last episode, it is a temper... Tempranillo. Tempranillo. Yeah, it's a hard one. And it is from Spain. Yeah. So it's, it's got that bold, but it's a very different Extremely wine. Extremely different. Much, how do I put it? Much more like well blended, I would yeah. almost say, right? More. It's almost, it's, it's bold and it's complex, but it's smooth. Yeah, smooth, smooth. That's exactly what it is. It's very smooth. Yeah. I like the texture better than the last one. Because like I said, the, the last uh, Tempranillo that we had was light and it looked, it looked almost like juice. Yeah. This one has a lot more legs on it. 
and you can't see through it at no all. you can't no it's dense yeah it just sort of like moves nicely in the glass i really like it mm-hmm. i know even just smelling it yeah it's gonna be hard <laughs> you're just gonna hear us smelling it the whole time <laughs> if you hear this noise that's what we're doing yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. oh that's awesome so good <laughs> Let's talk about things that we have set as goals and you talk about it and you talk about it and you talk about it and you never actually do anything about it. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, that's a good topic to talk about. Yes. <laughs> I think back to, oh man, mm. let's talk about my newsletter. Mm. Before I, before I started my newsletter. So I've been, I've been sending out a monthly newsletter for about a year and a few months, yeah. I would say. I think it was late 2018 when I finally started it. But I'd been talking about it for probably a year up to that. Yes. And I <laughs> I, I talk about motivation. It was mm. like I wanted to do it. Yeah. It was a goal. But I yeah. never felt motivated. Yeah. You could see the value in it. And yet you couldn't just make yourself do it. Yeah. Here's the thing about motivation and me. Oh, I don't have time. Always. Always, that's my go-to excuse when I don't want to do something. If you're motivated enough, you will make the time. Absolutely. And 100%. I mean, things hold you back. So sometimes it is like priorities, fine. Okay, you know, um, so, but, but don't call that time. That's priorities. And then fear. So for me, because... I've also been talking about a newsletter for a long time and I've never sent one. <laughs> Gotta get on it. It's, it's done. I actually can show you the template. Yeah, I can show you. It's ready to go. Actually, it was ready to go for January and I didn't send it. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. So by the time this airs, <laughs> you're going to have sent your first. She, everyone yes. here is here. Yes. <laughs> if you want to sign up for the newsletter for fine point writing and editing, just go to my website and hit the button because there's going to be a button there. Promise. Yay. Yay. So excited. Okay, let me just make a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's 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 tough sometimes. To... It, well, and it's easy to talk us out of it. So I was reading a book lately, mm-hmm. and I I love the way that he framed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many different ways. Like I think this topic is not unique to any one person yep. or like self help person or anything like that. It's a lot of people talk about it, and I like the way that he did because it was very simple. It's action leads to inspiration, which leads to motivation. Mm. So what does that tell you? Do the work. Do the work. Yeah. And it's the reversal of what you think, right? Exactly. And we've talked about, okay, we've talked about another book as well before, The Art of War. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) We messed that up. Yeah, we messed that up in one episode. No. The War of Art. It's a play on it. And talking about how if you just wait for inspiration to hit you, it's not going to happen. It doesn't happen. It's not just something that happened. And you know what? That's a lie. Sometimes it does happen. But it's so sparse, so has few to be and the far right between. conditions. The wind needs to be blowing the right way at the right temperature yes. yeah. to find it, and it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. So you just do it. Yeah, which goes back to our first episode. Just do it. Just do get it. Get it done. Yeah. There's no need to wait for motivation. There's mm-hmm. no need to wait for inspiration. Mm-hmm. It's within you to get it done. So just do it. So on this topic of newsletters and motivation. <laughs> so even though I've started it, I will be honest, it's often the day of that yeah. I finally get to it. Mm-hmm. Because all month I'm like, I'm going to get it ready yeah. when I'm ready, when I'm inspired. Yes. Right. And it's like, I'm never going to be inspired or motivated to do this. 
But once I get into it, yeah. once I actually start, like, do the action, yeah. then I do it. Yes. Right? And I'm, I'm inspired and I'm like, yes, I'm going to add this and this mm-hmm. and this. And that's, the, and that's the thing yeah. about motivation versus procrastination. I procrastinate like crazy as well. And there are certain projects that I procrastinate. And I just posted about this in a Facebook group the other day because someone gave all the reasons for procrastinating. But the one that hit me really hard that wasn't listed there. So I commented on it and said, my reason for procrastination on specific projects is confidence. Mm. I think it's going to be too hard. I think I'm going to underperform and it's just something out of the normal day-to-day that I do. And so I just sort of avoid it for as long as I possibly can to the point that I'm, you know, stressing about it. And that's the thing. I'm stressing about it. I just want to get it done. And then exactly like what you said, when I am finally forced to, by a deadline, get into it, I I love it. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It's engaging. I find my confidence. I am inspired. It's an amazing process, but I just freak myself out so much in advance of that. That's it. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. So that's like, that's a big stopper for motivation as well. It's just fear. Yeah. Just the fear that you're not going to be able to do it or, or that you're going to have to face yourself and actually admit, I don't know how to do this. Yes. Where most of the time you always figure it out. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about me with writing as well. I love figuring it out. That's what gets me, right? That's the challenge that that motivates me is figuring it out. Yeah. Trying something new. Yeah. There's something exciting about it. Yeah. And intriguing. And that's part of why you do what you do. Right? Yeah, exactly. Diving into unknown territories, unknown waters. Yeah. And that's where looking at when you, I mean, this is a bit of a side tangent, is if your reason for not feeling motivated Mm -hmm. is fear that you won't know, look at the facts. Yes. Look Look at at what's happened in the past. Yes. Have you ever not figured it out? Like, so you're going to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just finding that confidence again and yeah, Mm -hmm. figuring it out as you go. And I think that when you think about, okay, I'm going to think about myself. Okay, I'm going to go back to our habits and routines and rituals Mm -hmm. podcast that we did. And for me, it was really hard to get started, have the motivation in the morning to want to get up and just exercise or and do the routine that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it was a matter of just starting to do it yeah. and just taking the actions, yes. even if it wasn't full-fledged what I want. And now to look back and see what it was or like how far I've come from that, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a habit. Yeah. It's something you just do. Yeah. And just do it. You don't have to think about it. That's the thing. Thinking gets in, in the way of so many things, right? We overthink, overthink, 100%. overthink, overthink. Yeah. So just when you just dive in, stop stressing about it and just get down to the work, like five minutes in, you're going to mm-hmm. be cruising and thinking, why was this so hard, you know, 10 minutes ago? Why, why did this seem so unachievable? Like in the war of art, when he was talking about, you're a professional. Yeah. Get up and write every day. Yeah. I mean, he was using the context of a writer. Yes. So that works Applies for to you. Me. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, for me, I think about it all the time. Mm. I'm a professional. Yeah. I should just do the thing. So, okay. So this is coming back to the thing that I was really excited about you talking about, which was a certain situation that you ran into, I think it was last week, where you had a choice to make and you made it in a very specific way. So tell me again what that was. You don't remember. No. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Well, it was really impactful for me. Obviously not for you. <laughs> That's really fair. You were standing there looking into your bedroom oh, at yes. your bed. Yes. Okay. Okay. I And you were like, I could go back to bed right now because I have time to do that. Technically, I could do that right now. Or I could go and do my workout. No. What yeah. was it? It, it was, was a workout. workout. Yeah. Go do my morning routine, which includes a workout. Go and get I had already stuff. done part of my morning routine. Oh, okay, so I okay. had gotten out of bed. Yeah. And I did, I had, so part of my morning routine is I have some hot lemon water. I do a little, little uh, meditation thing. Mm-hmm. I do a bit of stretching just to get the blood flowing. Yeah. I do some reading and writing. Mm-hmm. And so I'd done all of that. And then the next part of it is that I go on the elliptical or do a workout. I had gone upstairs to my room and I looked over at my bed and I was like, I really want to go back to bed. It looks really like good. really badly, <laughs> but I made my side of the bed. Yeah, so it made me think twice. I'm like, do I want to mess that up? It was not hard work, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it made me think twice. Yeah, and I'm like, Shelby, you are the type of person that works out in the morning. Yes. So yes, go downstairs. And the other thing you mentioned was that you framed it as would a professional stylist and speaker. Yes. Would that person who I will be, would that person make the decision to go back to bed or would they make the decision to go and work out? Mm -hmm. And that was like, what? That was crazy for me. You know, base it on on your goals and who that person is that you want to be. And not that you're not already that person, but it's like, that's how you make yourself but if become I'm not, that person. Exactly. If I'm that person, that's how I think every day. Yes. That's how I make my decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's the person that I want to be, mm-hmm. then I have to start thinking like that person. Yeah. And I have to start with the actions. Yeah. Because the action is what makes the person, right? I could go to bed, back to bed every yeah. day. Am I going to achieve any of my dreams by going back to bed? No. The, <laughs> the funny thing is when I was younger. I just had this idea that I was going to publish a book, but somehow I thought I was going to achieve that without actually doing any writing, which was really <laughs> funny. And not to say that I never did any writing, but I wasn't dedicated. I wasn't committed to it. And now looking at that, I have to laugh, right? Because it's just so unrealistic. I'm going to be a famous author without ever having written down words. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I literally felt like I was just entitled to it, which is crazy, which is crazy. And so that's a question of fate finding you or you finding your fate, yes. like our last episode. Exactly, exactly. And right. that and that's where I've really changed my my philosophy on it and and looked at it differently. Yeah. It's a daily thing. It is. And it's still, I still struggle to do it daily, especially because writing books is on top of writing that I do for, you know, work. It's so it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I still struggle with it. I'm, I'm still working on it, but I have a book done. So it's, you know, one step, Whatever. One step in. <laughs> I, I'm getting there. Yeah. But really it's, it's tough to, to find out how to get to the next step by with those little daily steps. And it's, it's not tough to figure out what you have to do, but on the, on the day to day, I mean, you skip it a couple times. Okay, well, you're going to skip it again. You're going to skip it, right? Like, that was what you risked by saying, well, I could go to bed. Mm-hmm. Well, if you do that one day, maybe you'll think the same thing next, the next day. And exactly. then, you know, a week from now, well, you've just kind of ex the the exercise part. Well, and I've kind of set up my, I like to just allow myself to naturally wake up. Okay, yeah. And I, I think that that's really good. I think it's really healthy. I agree. I've 
kind of gotten to a point. So I naturally wake up between 5 and 5.30. Mm-hmm. On occasion, I will fall back asleep. And if I allow myself, if I stay in bed long enough, I will fall back asleep. Mm-hmm. And I might not wake up until like 7 o'clock. Yeah. But I find that, and the evidence shows, <laughs> that when I do actually get up, when yeah. I wake up, I've, I give myself about 10 minutes yeah. or I've started doing that. If I actually get up, then I feel so much better. Yes. I feel so good. I, so I have to remind myself when I feel like staying in bed, it's like, no, I really enjoy that quiet moment when I go downstairs and, you know, like I, I enjoy that routine and I look forward to it, 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 but I have to do it. Yeah. And even if I, there's some days, honestly, that I get derailed last Mm -hmm. week, again, last week, I think this was a different day. I went to... I'm part of this Edmonton Epicurean Society. So we had a dinner and we, you drink wine with, and it's paired with a meal and I had a lot of wine. And so the morning, it didn't start at five or five 30. Mm-hmm. My morning started, I think I ended up getting up at six 30 or seven, but I did the same routine. Yeah. You still stuck with it. Instead of beating myself up over waking up later than I would mm-hmm. like to, I did the same routine yeah. and I felt good about it. And it meant that I didn't lose out on what I planned to do just because it was done later. That's the, that's the joy of having that freedom and flexibility as well. Yeah. And it's, it's true when you can't rely on motivation. Motivation is wonderful when it happens, but you can't rely on it. Especially when it comes to things that don't have a direct payoff, even like I'll go as far to say a financial payoff like a direct financial payoff. So the newsletter coming back to that same with, you know, social media marketing, it's not typically direct. So it's tough to drop. That's why so many people are looking for social media managers. People come to me for newsletters and blogs, because those are things that will make you money over time, but it's not like an advertisement where it's really measurable, immediate, where you see the return on investment and, I, I struggle with those same pieces myself, right? Writing a client blog, I can do that no problem because there's a deadline, there's someone who is, you know, giving it a thumbs up and there is the financial payoff. So I have sort of three different levels of motivation at that end point, right? Yeah. Whereas finding motivation for writing my own blog is so tough because it's not, it's not coming... You know, it has to come from me. It has to come directly from within. It has to come from within, but also that's a little bit of the rebel in you where you're telling yourself, I need to write a blog for myself. I need to create Mm -hmm. a newsletter and send out a newsletter for myself. And it's like that rebel in you. You're like, no, I don't. No, this doesn't have to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and so it's interesting when you learn more about your yeah. personality. And I think, yeah, I think it's so important to learn more about yourself and understand what mm-hmm. makes you tickly. When I found out that I have these rebel tendencies, yeah. it was, it was mind blowing to me. Yeah. And since I was like, you mentioned that and I realized I'm also a rebel. I think about that all the time because it, it explains my actions yeah. in a way that I couldn't explain it before. Yeah. I never understood why. Yeah. When someone else would tell me to do something, I would coil inside. Yeah. Even though because I was a good girl growing up, I would always follow the rules. It was important. But inside I'm like, I I don't don't want want to. to. (laughs) 
Yeah. And as an adult, if it's not something that I absolutely, yeah. if as soon as someone tells me I have to do something, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, yeah. I don't. I don't. But the same thing, if you tell yourself you have to do it, you're super determined. Same th- no, if I tell, yeah, I, if I tell myself I have to do it, well, I won't do it. Well, you won't do it, but you're, I'm, but you, but you know, you have to. I, I know I have to, but I still won't. So I've had to learn, yeah. learning this about myself. I've had to learn how to tell Convince myself yourself. to do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I was just talking about this with my mom the other day. If I tell myself something in a certain, like it's almost that internal monologue. If I tell myself, <laughs> if I tell myself like, you have to do this by this time, it's not going to happen probably. Whereas if I break it down like in a different way and I sort of, I don't know. It's like, I have to talk to myself differently about it and say like, this is what could happen if I did this, you know, like you have to, you have to, and it's the same way with other people. Right. So like you and me were both rebels. So we know not to say Shelby, you need to get your newsletter out. (laughs) It's more like Shelby, I just want you to think about how many people on your mailing list would think that this is valuable to know, would be able to connect with you about this certain thing, right? It's, it's about phrasing it the right way. <laughs> As I told you, you have to start it earlier. Okay, Danielle, yes. let's do this. With your newsletter yes. that you're not feeling motivated to yes. do or your blog, yeah. what is it yeah. that you want to tell the people who would be reading it? Exactly. And I want, no, I'm asking you. I, I want I want to deliver that extra value because there's a lot of pieces of marketing that I don't touch. But my clients, like, I, I want to tell them that. I want to tell mm-hmm. them how to do it. I want to tell them how to, like, take their blogs further. Mm-hmm. I want to tell them how to, um, you know, impact their social media, even though that's not something I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I want them to be able to take what they're getting from me and make it more applicable and more useful and get more out of it. Okay, I'm going to take this a step further. Mm-hmm. We were talking before this about your goals for clients. Yes. And think about, okay, you have clients, this, you're, you're doing this for your clients, but I bet there's a lot of people out there mm-hmm. who aren't sure. Yeah. Do I want someone to do my blog for yeah. me or not? Okay, I'm going to check out mm-hmm. Danielle at Fine Point Writing and Editing. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't have a blog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't sign up for a newsletter. It's the worst. So you're, yes. you're, you're automatically yeah. cutting people out yeah. who, who might not be ready to pay, but they want to get that yeah, they want to see that free stuff. Yeah. They want to know, they want to get to know you and be yeah. convinced essentially yeah. that they need to hire you. And that's really what I found as well with, so I'm not good at it with my marketing process yet, but I, my onboarding process is geared toward that sort of providing that upfront value. That is an instant sell. I mean, people, once I give them their content calendar and all their information, they're sold. So so it's really just a matter of bringing that into the marketing process instead of just for clients who are already kind of halfway there. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it, it is, it's going to help me get to that goal that you said that I mentioned. So it's necessary, but more than that, it's something I should be motivated about. Yeah. You should be motivated by it, but you should just do it. Yeah. Just do it. I just should. I hate shitting. Yeah, I know. Then you just said, you, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something that will help you get to your goal. Mm-hmm. You're a professional. Yeah. Act like <laughs> Be the professional. Be the professional. I know. Really, it's gone on too long. And clearly, if it's gone on too long, mm-hmm. motivation is not going to strike. Exactly. Like, so just yeah. take action. So just do it. 
I mean, it's there. It's like I said, it's done. There is that fear. I understand that fear of putting it out there, Mm -hmm. committing to something. It's quite incredible, though, once you start doing it, then it's it's good. It's like you get into that routine and it's part of your your thing. It's how I feel about clients, too. Then the first blog is always like, I'm so nervous. By the second one, I am just in the groove. I do it. I don't think about it. I rock it, you know, and I know it's going to be the same for me. Mm-hmm. It just adds a layer of uncertainty mm-hmm. to be writing for myself and about myself and about the business. I get that. Yeah. When I started my blog, I was like, Ooh, so nervous. Yeah. And I still am like, I'm, I'm not a writer whatsoever I've never considered myself like English was never a high subject for me Mm. I've never considered myself a good writer yeah so that was a big thing when I was starting my blog I'm like I'm not I can't write this I don't have the words but yet I knew I wanted to do it and it was just a matter of doing it doing it in a way that works for me in a language that works for me and one day you will be doing my blog for me (laughs) we just need to work on getting there yeah but it, for me, it's been a really good exercise to just get in the groove of doing it. Yeah. My next challenge is not procrastinating until the last day. Yes. It's actually just get it, get them all written up front, which yeah. I'm trying is what I'm trying to incorporate into my morning routine. Mm-hmm. That's about action. action. That's about yeah. actually doing it, getting some of that writing. Some of the writing is just in my journal. I have a yeah. business and a personal journal, journal. So some of it's that, but I want to, some days I'll just write the next blog yeah that's the perfect place to draw inspiration from as well mm-hmm. and this time i've already set mm-hmm. aside i've already committed to yeah and there's no pressure because if you just wake up and you're feeling like i just need to just write for myself then you write in your personal journal or your mm-hmm. business journal you know maybe even you start doing that and then you get a, an amazing idea and then you can run with it that's where motivation comes from action. Mm-hmm. You already started just doing it for yourself mm-hmm. and you realized that, it, you know, it can, you can take that further mm-hmm. and you can do it right now. So yeah. just do it right now. Just start it. Yeah. I don't know if you find this, but sometimes I find my, I guess less, a bit of motivation, but more inspiration comes when I'm in the shower mm-hmm. or when I'm working out, like when I'm on the elliptical, Mm. all these ideas start coming to me and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then I get out of the shower and I'm like, what was that? What happened? What did I talk about? (laughs) Or even when I'm like on the elliptical, I usually will listen to a podcast or watch a podcast. And as they're talking, my mind starts wandering and I Mm -hmm. don't hear what they're saying anymore. And I'm coming up, I'm like feeling so motivated. I'm like, yeah, I'm working out. I'm like listening to this and I'm feeling so motivated. And I've gotten to the point where I have to pause and write it down and write it down. Yeah. And you should do that because Mm -hmm. it'll be gone. It will 100% be gone. So my challenge is that that happens to me while I'm falling asleep. Oh, gee. <laughs> it's the worst. And when I wake up in the morning, I remember that I had a brilliant idea, whether it was about a book or like a new venture or something to do with the business. I know that it was there and I'm like, it's okay. It'll come back. It does not come back to me. It's never coming back. Oh, it's like those brilliant conversations that you have with yourself. Like I have that when I'm falling asleep or in the middle of the night where you kind of half wake up. Yeah. And if it's a conversation that you have to have with someone, you have these brilliant conversations. Yeah. And then you wake up in the morning and you're like, what that was details? really good. Yeah. But- yeah. <laughs> I know I really wanted to say that. Well, and then there's always the, the, the portion too where you think you're a genius when you're half asleep. But actually, <laughs> when you when you do happen to remember it, you're like, 
wow, Danielle, that was, that was not going to work in any situation in the real world. But but it's tough because you, you sometimes when you wake up and you can't remember, you know, it could have been a genius idea and you just forgot about it. So I have a question for you on that. Mm-hmm. You said that that happens to you before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. What's your nighttime routine? What's my nighttime routine? I used to be so good about a nighttime routine. I told you that. I think when we did the topic on habits, routines, mm-hmm. um, I talked about getting ready for the next day and I need to get back to that. I think I, we were just talking about this too, about mm-hmm. needing to have the the setup to do that. So I think I'm going to get back into it. But right now my, my night right time routine is basically fall into bed when I'm really tired and I've just finished working on something because it's just been such a busy month. Mm-hmm. Which is probably why your brain is thinking of all these things because yes. that's the time when... You it's, think about it. Yeah, um, it's the time when I sort of allow myself to start thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that part of the problem is that it's really easy for me to be motivated when I'm not doing, when I'm planning. I, I love planning. I'm a planner. I write lists. I have so many lists that I can't keep track of them. I have all these amazing ideas that are sitting in my Trello waiting to be acted on. And it's easy in bed because there's no sort of pressure to do it. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes time to actually do it in the morning, that's the tough part. So that's yeah. why it's really good that we're talking about motivation today because, you know, it kind of makes me take a hard look at that process and think about how can I transition that to a morning routine like you have mm-hmm. so that I can go to sleep without thinking about all those things mm-hmm. and wake up in the morning feeling like, okay, I'm going to do all my big dreaming now instead of when I should be sleeping so that yeah. I'm not exhausted the next day. Yeah. And it's a process, right? Like yeah. it takes time to get there. Yeah. But it's it's amazing how much we can underestimate what we can do mm-hmm. by making little small changes every day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The the other thing about lists that we talked about to do, like to have to do with motivation is I'm the worst for making a list. And there's that one thing on my list that it'll be there on Monday morning and then it'll be there on Tuesday morning. And then it'll be there on Wednesday morning. And by Friday, I'm like, I really like today. I just have to get this done. I have no choice. And it's there on Monday morning. (laughs) It's the worst. It's like, just do that thing that is getting bumped along, right? Just do it. Just stop. Stop procrastinating on it. Yeah. Like start making that the action that needs to be done today. So I was, I have a friend that I meet with monthly another business owner and one thing that she challenged me on doing is writing out like the things that you loathe yeah the things that you absolutely do want do not want to do newsletters (laughs) like (laughs) newsletters the things that you're scared of doing Mm -hmm. the things that you just don't want to do Mm -hmm. and then the things you want to do So that thing that you either loathe or are scared of doing, so maybe in your situation it was you're scared of doing it, those are the things you do first. Yeah. Or you hire someone else to do. Yeah. And I'm at that point too where it's it's a matter of it it has to get done. Not the newsletter specifically, but there are certain things that have to get done that are recurring and come up often and I avoid them to the point of stressing myself out. So it's like, just hire it out. Yeah. (laughs) Just hire it out or have that be the first thing that you do. Yeah. Get it off your list. Yeah. So you can move on to the other things. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm perfect at that. I think no one I have a feeling that we'll always, at least to some point, 
struggle with this, but at least we can share it. So that's the challenge to all of you out there is mm-hmm. to think about those things that you're not getting to, that you're not feeling motivated to do, yeah. that you maybe really, really hate, you loathe, you're mm-hmm. scared of doing, you just don't want to do, write those down and then have have it be that those are the things you do first yeah. and then the things you want to do are your treat for getting through mm-hmm. them. So there's a challenge for us and for you. I'm already thinking through all of the things that need to make a reappearance on my to-do list mm-hmm. for this week. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's see how it goes. Our compact nugget for this week, which I'm sure you've kind of gathered throughout this episode, is don't rely on motivation. Rely on action. So go out there. Take some action. Get it done. Get her done. We're going to take some action and tell you about this wine that we've been drinking. Yes. This delicious wine. Yeah, it's been so good. So it's a Baronia Roja, and it's from Spain. It is a 2014. Apparently it can be, like, this bottle can be saved until 2026. Wow. So I feel like I want to go buy a few bottles and save them because I'm sure between now and 2026, Mm. it'll continue to get better. Yeah. So tell me, Danielle, do you taste the intense flavors of black fruits, licorice, chocolate, and cloves with a touch of minerality? I can definitely taste the licorice. Mm -hmm. Almost like a black licorice. And so this wine was provided to us as well. This week it sponsored. Yes, it was sponsored by Anna Vukovic. She is a private wealth consultant with BMO. I do know her and she's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. If you do need any private wealth help, financial help, anything like that, she's an amazing person to reach out to and you can contact her at Anna, A-N-A dot Vukovic, V-U-K-O-V-I-C at BMO.com. Again, that's A-N-A dot V-U-K-O-V-I-C at BMO.com. So thank you so much, Anna, for this amazing wine. Yes, thank you. It was beautiful. It's so nice when someone else chooses our wine for us. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to choose our wine, feel free to reach out to us. Mm. And if you have any questions, if you have any topics that you would like us to tackle or talk about or give our opinions on, please reach out to us. Send us an email or a message through our social media. We are, like we said, on Instagram and Facebook. And we would love to hear from you. Peace. Peace. And I have to say a few seats. Cheers. Thanks everyone for stopping by. We will be back in two weeks with a brand new episode of the whiny entrepreneurs. leads to what motivation no no Uh, it's oh i got it okay freedom and flexibility 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 (laughs) this wine tastes real good real good right now